So welcome to the uh, next episode of the Cisco Technology Podcast. Uh, you're joined today by me, Justin Woolen, uh, and you can contact the show at justin.woolen at cisco.com. That's two O's and one L. Or you can contact me by Twitter as well at Justin at Justin Woolen. There we go. Um, I'm joined today by uh, uh, my regular contributor, Mark Jackson. Hello, Justin. Hello, mate. And uh, we're also joined by a, a special uh, contributor today called John Clifford. Hello. So... What is the subject of today's podcast? Well, today we're going to talk about energy and uh, how IT can help to save energy. So this has not been a, uh, a new subject uh, and we've, it's been around in the industry a while. You I mean, we have how, it, how if, I remember in, in working on tenders and being asked by customers going, how much energy does your equipment use and being compared, by, by, uh, compared to other vendors and things like that. So it, it's been around a while, and, and a while ago we had, it must have been maybe five, five years ago, we had a, a protocol we did. called EnergyWise, yeah. uh, which was awesome, because it would turn things <laughs> off and on <laughs> on the network. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully somebody from that business isn't listening. Protocol so. equivalent of a light switch. Yeah, basically, there you go. Thank you very much. They, that's why I asked you on this podcast. There you go. Um, and then, so it would be that, it's going, right, we can, uh, uh, while the office is shut, do I need to keep my Wi-Fi access points up and running? Do I need to keep the phones that are powered by the network? So what, what I'm talking about are things that are powered by the network, which yeah. generally were the only two things that I was aware of at the time was uh, Wi-Fi access points and phones, yeah. IP phones. Yeah. So they would turn them off out of hours and you'd, and and that was part about it really. And so you'd save some energy, but it wasn't generally a huge amount of energy and yeah. the the interesting thing that i always got challenged with is going right so if i can turn all my these ip phones off and all these access points off is that going to help to pay for my it infrastructure yeah. and, and the answer generally was no because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a huge amount and then we um we had an acquisition of a company called dulex uh, a german company wasn't it yeah german yeah and um that sort of changed the way it sort of we looked at it and looked at energy management in cisco so at this point, I'm going, to, I'm going to introduce John properly. And so, John, so do you want to introduce yourself, tell me where you work and uh, what's your name, where you come from? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I lead sales for Cisco Energy Management across uh, EMEA. So, we got people uh, all across EMEA working on this that so are EMEA our, our being specialists. Europe, Middle no. East. Africa, Africa and Russia. Right. Very good. First <laughs> test there. It is, isn't it? We always have to, yeah. No, no acronyms. No acronyms? Acronyms. Acronyms. No, no acronyms. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, absolutely. So we're helping people with their, their energy challenges, uh, working with IT, but also everybody else in the organization and really saying, you know, how have we moved this on? So we talked about the protocol that's a, a light switch within the network. You know, it did save some energy. It was great, but everything needs to move on. And, uh, you know, what we have today, what we'll talk about is something that really works for everybody. You know, whatever the organization is uh, that you're from, you know, it will work and, and will bring some benefits. And hopefully we'll convince you of that. <laughs> <laughs> we did say no sales pitches. Yeah, yeah, we so we don't want to convince them of anything. Yeah. Um, but, so what is it that, 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 this, that the acquisition of Dulex brought? What was, what was it that's different? What is it about Cisco Energy Management that's different? Absolutely. I think if you look at uh, generally where energy is consumed, you know, take your house, for example, you typically have two main areas where you're consuming uh, energy and you're spending money. You know, when you get your energy bills at the end of the month, you're typically heating the house. So you've got a boiler. And if you wanted to make that more efficient, you'd replace the boiler. Pretty mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. Maybe quite expensive, yep. but pretty easy. <laughs> the second thing is you might want to go and put some of these like LED lights in and those things. And that might be quite easy as well. 
But if you then started to say, I want to save energy across all of the things that are plugged in, that's really hard mm. because they're made by different people. Yeah. Probably the kids have some, you know, you've got some. It's very, very challenging, really, how that works. And you don't know what uh, things are consuming, are exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. So, apart from sticking a sensor on every single <laughs> plug socket <laughs> that you plug something into. Absolutely. Yeah. And then at, the, at that point, it just doesn't save you any money. Yeah. So, if you then think back to uh, your organization, you've got the same challenge. You typically heat and cool offices, you light them, but then everything else, which is typically IT, you know, it might be PCs, thin clients, telepresence units even, phones, access points, printers, all of these things that are sitting on desks, sitting on walls, very, very difficult to manage mm. because they're not all made by Cisco, unfortunately. No. Mm. They're uh, not all... All the vendors uh, are available. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> they're, uh, you know, they're, they're all over the place. So how do you really manage that? And that's what uh, the acquisition of Julex really helps today is helping you understand what's out there but then secondly, you know, how you can understand uh, how you can make it better. So, in, in summary, if I've got this right then, so this Julex and, and, and I think it's software, isn't it? It Just is. It sits in the net, on, a, on a machine in the network somewhere, and what it can do then is actually understand what's, what, is, what is connected to the network, what energy is it's consuming, and then you'll be able to measure that just by the fact that it's connected to a... A network. Yeah, that's exactly it. So the, the solution software, it's just a platform that sits on a server within your estate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't rely on any uh, particular one piece of equipment that's in there. Mm-hmm. So it will connect to all the devices that you have, mm-hmm. all different uh, makes, models, types, ages, those things. Tell you what's out there. So if somebody's put a connected coffee machine on the network recently, you can see that that's there or ask who, who put it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it helps you understand what energy they're consuming. Okay. And how does that, because that's the bit, because from, from my old days of, of looking into this energy management, or as it was energy-wise at the time, was that when we started looking at PCs and there was there's other vendors out there that could do that as well and, and measure energy of, of things, and it was always seemed to rely on a, on a client or yeah, some yeah. software yeah. running on the on their and device. That's, that's always a barrier, right? Cause and if it's a printer or a coffee machine or a something, yeah. there's generally not an ability to put software on or if it is it's a real hard because yeah, then it's yeah. like the cost of one buying the software but then it's installing that software yeah. so how does how does so how does it actually work what's what is the, what's the magic behind this this well absolutely what's the secret sauce right? yeah, yeah. Um, well if, if you think over the last five years things have become more efficient and kind of underneath our noses manufacturers have been putting this intelligence into devices so even with uh, built in protocols if you will or built in intelligence in something like a an Apple Mac or a thin client or a phone, it's actually already there to extract the data that will allow you to see what it's doing and see what energy it's consuming. But typically, nobody does that across the whole network. You know, nobody looks at those devices. So there's, there's a, so the, in in the in the in the Macs, the PC, there's the, they're already measuring sort of doing energy things in there already. But is it? But if nobody asks it the question. You'll never get the information. So That's what the software does just goes and queries the device. So tell me this information about the energy you're using, and then we'll extrapolate that and go. Actually, I can build a whole picture of it as well. It queries the device, see what it is. If it measures its own energy, like servers typically do, yeah. then we'll take that, and that's fantastic. If you have something like a laptop, typically it knows everything about what it's doing mm. apart from the energy consumption. And I guess okay. the secret source would be taking back that information of 
uh, how heavily utilized it is, what's the screen brightness, all of those different things. And oh, but those are the things you ask. Okay. So, those, so you say, Absolutely. how bright yeah. is your screen? Uh, are yeah. you on battery power? How energy? What's your CPU? What? All that kind of, of stuff. Course. And that'll yeah, yeah. That's it. And then once oh. we know what the energy consumption is, we combine that with... Do you know what the light bulb is? I, I was going to say, that's, that's a light bulb moment. That's a light bulb moment for me. Hopefully it's been an energy efficient one. Sorry. It's terrible. It's a bad joke. No, you're right. And you take that on top, you know, the carbon mix of the electricity that you're buying, you take the energy cost, and suddenly you now know exactly what your IT does in terms of the the environmental impact. So did this just rely on like PCs, hardware things, or I mean, you mentioned servers, so would that be the server, the physical server? So you just say, right, server, you're running at this level of capacity, because I know energy efficiency data centers have always been a big thing, always been a big thing. It's really anywhere you want to look, so it can tie the kind of virtual and physical environment together. If you take a server, it's all very well saying it consumes 500 watts, but if you have 10 virtual machines on that box, and you don't know what's contributing to what, you can't just turn the server off. So you can actually say this particular virtual machine is burning all that energy or causing all that energy to be burned and then say, well, what is that? Let's interrogate it. Let's look at that. So you can get down to the virtual machine and understand how much energy it's consuming. And then what application is consuming that? And And could you tie it to things like, I don't know, if somebody happens to have spun down the virtual machine so there's actually no, or there's only one virtual machine running on a particular server that you would have visibility of that. So you could kind of say, actually, it's more efficient just to shift that workload. Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, okay. a lot of people say to me, you know, I'm, I'm IT, uh, you know, energy is important, but it's not top of my mind. Yeah. You know, why is this? What we do find is top of mind is if you're running out of space in a data yeah, center, yeah. maybe you want to put more servers in and you're running out of physical power. Yeah. You know, I can't actually power anything more. Wouldn't it be great to have a hit list that yeah. says, these top five servers here, they don't do anything. Do much, you know, they yeah. run a batch process once a month. Yeah. You know, yeah. How do we know that today? We don't have that visibility. Because yeah. energy is it. hugely important because that does oh, yeah. re- that does restrict your capacity. Yeah. Now, I'm not a data center person yeah. at all. But if, if you and go, course, like, that's the, yeah, because that's, that's it. Yeah, because every, you mean, it's the kilowatts to p- p- power the device. Yeah. And then is it is it two or three times the amount to cool it? I don't, I don't know. Not, don't quote me on that on the podcast, please. But I know But it's energy to cool it, but it's the energy to power it up as well. And then you say, right, I can't get any more, especially in big cities where you're going, I haven't got any more power budget to get into this data center, so something's got to give. You're right, and I think we always think of data centers as these big out-of-town, you know, barbed wire fences. But But in reality, if you take, uh, you know, hospitals, for example, data centers typically at the end of a corridor. You know, they're in a room that's probably full, and it's probably struggling to be cooled. If you can actually remove some stuff out of there or put it somewhere else or understand the health of it, With one install, software, no going around your house putting plugs in yeah, to use yeah, that analogy. Oh, adapter, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did look at them. I did look at those yeah, things. Yeah. And then I went, they cost how much? And yeah. I looked at the new and boiler. Yeah. I went, how much? I went, well, and I looked at the solar panels. And I went, how much? Yeah. And I went, do you know what? My ROI on that is like 40 years. I'm not even going to be living in this house in 40 years. <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, hopefully the kids have moved on. I can, and uh, I've so lost going, green credentials then. Just yeah, yeah, I've lost all my green credentials. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, um, so that's that's really interesting. So you can go anything from a phone, a PC, a machine that's connected to the network. For example, it could be a printer. You sure. can say coffee machines because I know you're starting to look at vending machines. Yeah. Are, are connected so they can measure like an Internet of Things. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that's connected, we can get information from. And with the with the super smart stuff that's in that software, can work out how much energy it's consuming. That's absolutely right. But then, really, where it becomes interesting is 
what energy is being used wisely. So somebody sat with a laptop working away, clearly mm. that's needed. Yeah. But what's being wasted? You know, yeah. if you have, as we talked about, a server that doesn't do anything, but is on, yeah. equally you might have you know, a PC with two screens and a printer next to it that's on all night, it's on all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So the software then tells you what's wastage. Right. You know, okay. So it says, well, this is what you're consuming in terms of your cost, your environmental impact, and, mm. uh, and those things. But then secondly says, and this is what uh, is unnecessary. Yeah. And then automatically, based on the policies you configure, goes and does something with those devices to remove that wastage. So we can. So as well as it measuring, mm. so this is how much energy I'm consuming, Absolutely. it will say, this is how much energy you're using inefficient, uh, you consuming inefficiently. Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was easy for me to say. Yeah, it wasn't, no. Uh, <laughs> and, and then you can create policies then to enforce those. We talk about people policy and process yeah, again. We, that's, a, that's a regular thing on, on there. So the people is, I'm going to tell my wife and the kids to turn the telly off and turn the lights off. Uh, and, and the process of actually going around and getting them to do it or do it myself. Yeah. And then checking. And now, yeah. now I've got a, a, the ability of, in, in, of technology that can do that and enforce it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, the house analogy is great because... You, know, you just don't want to turn the TV off at 7 at night because no. you don't know if somebody's sat watching it or yeah. whether they're actually doing some work. But if you had something that you could put a policy in place to say, if it's Tuesday nights, we know the kids are at uh, football practice, yeah. uh, we know that uh, you know I'm working late that day, so based on all those things, turn the TV, turn off. The TV off. That's what we can do. So we can yeah. look at the network and say, you know, if it's a Sunday, uh, if it's these months of the year, if Microsoft Word isn't running... Uh, other software packages that are available. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you're getting the hang of this. Um, if all of these conditions are met and the screensaver has been on for 10 minutes, then turn the device just power, off. Just power off the PC. So it's, it's reactive to how it's being used. It's not just a time-based policy. Wow. So I've got, to, I've got to ask the question. We'll talk a bit about security later. <laughs> but one, one question I have is, how are we actually doing that feedback loop of turning things off? Because clearly with EnergyWise, yeah. we were effectively powering off the port because we had control of the yeah. switch port and that was what was delivering power. But clearly... If I've got a server, of course. I mean, you could still do that with something like a phone that's powered off the switch port. Phones, you could yeah, still you do, could that. do that. So you just tell um, the switch to turn itself off. <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But if you take, uh, you know, printers these yeah. days, uh, typically we'll talk SNMP okay. um, as a protocol, and you can manage them that way. Yeah. But if we look at Microsoft Windows, OS yeah. X, yeah. Linux, you know, we can talk protocols that already exist that allow us to do those things. You oh, know, just okay. like uh, you wow. click uh, standby, yeah. we can just activate that remotely. And that's really nothing really? new with... And so is that something you have to turn on? Because I know if I was going to access them remotely, you have to sort of turn on settings yeah, and things, things like that. Things I mean, like Wake on LAN or type. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a God. much more superficial and lower level, but it's equivalent to that kind of thing. It is, and, uh, and you know, we, we could use Wake on LAN to turn things back up. Yeah. Um, you know, typically these things are already enabled, but you know, security, um, it's secure. Yeah. So you need credentials. Yeah. But because we're not reinventing the wheel, we're not installing a new software client yeah. on a Mac or yeah. on a PC... We're not adding any insecurities. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've worked out <coughs> it measures software. It may not measure software. It's software that measures yep. energy consumed on the network, mm. anything connected to the network, pretty much, I could say. Yeah. Um, and then it can obviously make recommendations and then enforce those recommendations mm. to drive energy efficiency. So uh, and where does this, this software live? So it typically be a virtual server within... The organisation, yeah. You know, yeah. So again, Does it measure itself? <coughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and we've got to make sure we save Somewhere. more energy than we're using on that server, right? Yeah. We just spin up. 
you know, everybody says, can, can we do uh, something different? Can we put it elsewhere? You know, back to security, you're not yeah. going to want a device no, no. Uh, operating those policies outside of that. Yeah. But you can put all the heavy lifting in the cloud if you wanted to. So if you said, I just want that effectively a controller on site yeah. that yeah. does that communication, but yeah. everything else, everything you know, else. database, dashboard, up in the cloud, then of course you can do that. Okay. Um, so, I, so one question actually, sorry, security hat on. So can I have it completely isolated from the cloud or is there is there a need to have a connected? No, no, absolutely. Like it can be isolated. completely standalone, right, okay. no interconnection. So there's a choice of, yeah. there's a bit of a hybrid really. I, yeah. can have a, I can have it totally on-prem, as in it's running yeah. on a server in yeah. my environment, all controlled by me. I can have a server in my environment and then What's all the, the donkey work done in the cloud. Absolutely. Uh, and then okay. that's sort of a bit of a, that's the hybrid. Yeah, of, of course. And we have, uh, you know, defence customers that say yeah. we don't even want it Clearly. connected to the internet to no. get updates, okay. for example. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's completely isolated, yeah. which is cool. Um, and, you know, another common question is, well, you know, I've got firewalls. I might have, uh, yeah. you know, real air gap networks. Yeah. Um, and all we do is just drop an extra server into those uh, discrete mm-hmm. environments yeah. and it reports back to one, uh, right. you know, securely yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With, uh, with encrypted communication. Okay. So cool. it's, uh, it really does fit everybody. Why, why do IT care? You mean, <laughs> and, and, I, and I, back to the day of, of when I was pitching sort of energy wise, yeah. um, was, do you mean, I don't, I don't pay the bills. IT yeah. don't yeah. pay the bills. They're a consumer of energy, not a yeah. payer of the energy yeah. bill. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so they don't see the reduction, right? So yeah. they might be paying extra for something, but... So if they make, it, if they make energy efficiencies, they fund the project, they buy all this uh, Cisco energy management stuff, but they're not going to see like that money coming back to their department. No. So why would they do it? No, absolutely. And I think there's uh, you know even a further thing to that, that you know, IT are really there to keep the lights on, yeah. keep things working. You know, mm-hmm. So... Not only do IT not necessarily uh, you know, benefit directly in terms of cost, but also you want to be very sure this doesn't impact service. Mm. And there's two things. So the first thing around cost, um, you know, a saving to the organisation is clearly beneficial, you know, whether yeah. that hits IT or not. Yeah. And I think you know a lot of people are saying, well, it, it's the right thing to do from mm-hmm. a sustainability perspective. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, we see a lot of people that are under cost pressures. You know, IT, like anybody else, has to make savings or maybe just aren't getting the budgets increased. Um, and we're seeing a lot of uh, people actually saying, well, with finance, we're saying, well, IT are creating that saving. So although that saving may come out of facilities budget, it may come out of something like that, then it's actually uh, you know, contributed to IT because they made that saving. So that's the first thing, you know, have a conversation with finance, have a conversation with facilities to say, we can bring this to the table. You know, we've talked about the benefits to IT of uh, understanding how the network's working, understanding how servers work, mm. and those things. Um, but it might not just be the energy savings that's the benefit. Mm. You know, we look at carbon taxes these days. Yeah. We look at targets in the public sector around reducing year on year, mm. uh, you know, greenhouse gases, even regulations that mm. people have uh, said in a certain industry we've got to do these things. Yeah. So I think it's absolutely fair to say, you know, I don't pay the energy bill. So how do I benefit? But if you go to an organisational uh, level, there's actually benefit to the organisation massively in terms of cost, but within IT, there's all the visibility. You can see these new devices, you know, the Internet of Things. Those devices coming on the network, you can manage those. Yeah. So I think there is something for everybody, um, and we are seeing examples, you know, in healthcare, in uh, local government, yeah. uh, and, and in the private sector as well, where you know CIOs are going to the finance director and saying. You know, give me those savings, or certainly attribute them to me, yeah. um, or let me spend a bit more on my upgrades. Yeah, uh, let, me, let me. Yeah, so if you can, so 
the thing that sticks out for me is that, and there's a couple of projects that I've I'm, I've worked on with customers where it's you've gone outside of IT yeah. and said, for example, to facilities uh, or the real estate mm-hmm. or the estates people, estates. and said, we've got this technology here, we've demonstrated it, and we've run a pilot, and yeah. said, this is what we estimate the cost savings could be. If you fund this, yeah, we'll do it for you, yeah. and and that's where we've we've sort of I've seen sort of tractures with customers and that sort of and what thing. sort of what sort of impact you know we've talked a lot about cost savings but what I mean in your experience what sort of cost savings I mean is it easy to sort of say on average you would see this much cost saving or does it really vary yeah I mean we, we certainly publish you know on average just on the other but it, it very much depends yeah. on what device you have yeah, you know, if you've got a, a relatively traditional environment with a lot of PCs yeah, yeah. Um, you know that could be uh, call centre environments could yeah. be any of those things yeah. not 24 hours but a lot of equipment yeah. typically get gets left on you know the savings are are absolutely massive Um, you know we worked with with schools and and local government where they've saved you know big big six figures you know seven figures uh, dollars a year in energy because thousands and thousands of devices were just left on on, and we know it's a very structured and and the interesting thing is is you don't know you don't know what you don't know so it's about even if you just get visibility get, it, get it, yeah. visibility of it turn it on and just be able to say right I can now see how much energy yeah. I've got yeah. and oh actually do you know what we are very efficient yeah. or even you can actually now sure. because you, when you do this measurement you can put in your if I understood this correctly you can put in your uh, your your price per kilowatt per hour yeah. and then you, so you'll get it in, in pound shillings and pence yeah, yeah. Or not and, and I guess and you kind of also get the side benefit of actually having visibility of you know if, if somebody you know, heads off PC World one weekend and get some new fancy IoT type device yeah, whacked in the network. The Cisco Energy Management is going to find it, right? You'll see that, yeah. and um, you know, it can even build business cases for you. So, if you're saying we really want to move from PC to thin clients, yeah. or we really want to move from you know, mobile working to everybody okay. having a phone yeah. or yeah, not yeah, having yeah, a phone, yeah. you know, whatever change you're thinking of doing, you can actually once the software is installed, model that. Mm. So we talked about this, you know, measure, manage. This is really around predict. Yeah. So you can oh, go right. to uh, finance yeah. or procurement or whoever are you know the gatekeepers of, of your deal yeah. and say, well, you know, if we're looking to do that change in our organization, mm. we've actually modelled the life cycle cost. And cool. so, so we, we do see a lot of that sort of thing going on in public sector, and I'm sure it happens in, in, in the private sector as well, where you sort of like Microsoft and saying, okay, we're going to move to to maybe using Link, or yeah. we could be using Cisco Jabber, yeah. and, and move into a more mobile environment. They can actually say, do you know, what? we're going to remove X amount of phones, or we're going to yeah. work in this kind of way. This can now attribute to X amount of cost savings in energy, yeah. not just. I'm yeah. not. Oh, I'm not buying phones anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's my return of investment. My return of investment is also the phones, but also or the business case. That, yeah, to the business yeah, case. Yeah. So it'll actually help to contrib- contrib- contribute. To that. It is, and it's it's making informed decisions. So you know, if you get uh, spec sheets um, either you know downloaded from the internet, everybody says they're the greenest. And yeah. They probably are. You know, yeah. nobody's lying, but everybody's saying under these special conditions, yeah, 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 yeah. we're the greenest. It's like cars, isn't it? With their fuel efficiency, we'll, exactly we'll take up all the seams and we'll. Streamline them. We won't talk, right. talk about that. Yeah. I think that's a bit. But that's but how would, they do it, right? It's, yeah. it's would you buy a, a car with a one litre engine to do motorway miles all the time? Yeah. You know that wouldn't make sense. You'd no. probably buy a diesel car, and that's exactly it. Mm. But in two situ- situations, those cars are the greenest. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, yeah, they yeah, both yeah, are. Yeah. What we're saying here is, you might have uh, if you're buying a new server, for example, you might get two spec sheets, mm. different vendors, or, or from the same vendor, different types. They both say the green. Now, one might be green at very low load, yeah. one might be green at very high load. Do you know 
how you're going to use that server. So the software will say to you, if you replace these five old servers mm. for one new server, your load will go up to 80%, and actually your lifecycle cost saving will be this. So maybe that server might be more expensive, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you could see overall. But you're basing everything yeah. on real data now. Yeah. Not it's all on real data, and it's your data. So yeah. it means that this is your environment, it's how you use these things. And it's actually stuff, like you say, that's invisible otherwise, because when people are building business cases, things like that tend not to creep in. It is. You know, yeah. you're hoping that you've made the right decision, yeah. but, but you'll, you won't find out until five years down the line, yeah. and maybe you won't even find out. Yeah. So if you've got uh, you know, the real metrics, the hard facts, you know the relevant, to go to finance and get that business yeah. case approved, mm-hmm. or you know, make sure that the you know the procurement uh, procure the right solution, uh, not necessarily the cheapest, or maybe the cheapest. We don't know. Yeah. It's giving you those facts. So I think it ties back, um, and at the same time, you know, you hopefully then putting these policies in place to save extra, um, even yeah. though it's the most efficient thing you've bought. Yeah. You're making sure it's managed properly as well. Oh, brilliant. Go on, Mark. It's security time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we talked a little bit about security, but I guess when, when, we, when we were talking earlier about things being automatically switched on, yeah, and off, of course, you know, there's always that inevitable. Uh, that just sounds scary. Now, it could be completely irrational. Yeah. Um, but you know, how do we how do we kind of make sure that that's controlled sensibly? Because clearly, if a bad guy gets into the network, they could start randomly just switching stuff on and off, right? Yeah, yeah, of, of course. Um, so I, th- I think there's a number of uh, answers to that. You know, one of the things we touched on earlier is we're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. So what would really scare me if if I was uh, you're looking after a network and somebody said, well, just go and put this software on every device. Yeah. You go, well, is that suddenly autonomous? Yeah. Is there a backdoor directly into this? Mm. Yeah. You're essentially circumnavigating all the, soft, all, all the yeah. security uh, yeah. policy yeah. you have today. Yeah. But if you look at, you know, if you've got a Windows environment, mm. you probably have Active Directory. Yeah. You have maybe PCs and prints in there. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's all tied back to user accounts. You've yeah. got credentials. Is somebody yeah. a local administrator? Mm. The domain? You know, we're all very familiar with that. Yeah. That's what we use. So we're using yeah. Windows protocols for yeah. PCs. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we so does that mean then? Sorry, does that mean then that the the, the Cisco Energy Management software would be a user on the network that could that's exactly it? You would just create a user account with the relevant. So Active Director would say, "This I'm allowing to do this because it's part of your Active Directory policy." Exposing more attack surface. You're not using a new protocol exactly that's been invented. So you know something gets compromised. It's just like a user account getting compromised, and you you stop it with you exist. So going to our security podcast that we've done and will do in the future. I'm sure we will. Is that you'll be able to see that? Oh, I can see if the if that mm. if this uh, the energy management software uh, server was cut, compromised, mm. you would actually say, oh, actually, I'm seeing abnormal behaviour. Yeah. Then yeah. you just go policy change, yeah. change author- change of authorization, bang. Yeah. That's not yeah. on the network. Yeah. You just stop. It's no different to creating a group policy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, which is all stuff that people it's, know it's how very to do. Familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I think the second thing where people say, well, you know, is the software itself vulnerable? The platform, you know, we're not putting an appliance in your network. Yeah. We're not saying here's a box no. that does some magic, trust yeah. us. Yeah. What we're saying is here's the software, yeah. install that on a virtual server that's to your, to your build. Uh, build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got your active, you know, all yeah, of those things. Yeah. It's back under policy. Yeah. And I think this is important because not only does it mean it's secure, yeah. it means you can install it quickly. Yeah. Because you don't have to go through hundreds of approvals, yeah, you don't have yeah. to set something new up, yeah. and you're actually reducing the overhead. Yeah. Because if we save you, you know, whatever the number might be, but you need a team of 10 people sat full-time to run it, yep. it makes no sense again. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. You got any more security concerns, Mark? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right, okay. So you've talked about some customers have already done it. So we've got customers in, in healthcare have looked at it. We've got customers in local government have looked at it. You mentioned defence earlier on. Yeah, of course. Well, it's funny. Everybody says, where's the sweet spot? You know, where's the sweet spot customer? And in reality, it's around uh, IT networks. So if you've got a, a large IT network, then it's, it's very relevant. Yeah, it's relevant. <laughs> take, taking the security thing, you know, we have got customers in defence where it's a very... Uh, your closed uh, operation, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've got uh, large uh, banks, you know, multinational banks that do this. Yeah. And of course, security is really top of, of their yeah, mind. Yeah. And they will go through a process to, uh, you know, security verify yeah, the software. Yeah. But it's much, uh, much quicker than you'd expect. You know, yeah. we can get that. But we have, uh, you know, customers across manufacturing who are using this to actually look at the assets within their manufacturing environments. Retail, where they're saying, well. You know, we've got hundreds of high street stores that yeah. are closed. Yeah. You know, why is everything yeah, on? Yeah. Why is everything um, you know, absolutely every uh, organisation that has an IT estate mm. is works for them. Mm. And because it's uh, so easy to install, you know, you don't have to drive out to every branch of a bank, for example, to do yeah. put an, an appliance in each yeah. place. It, the kind of the barrier to do this is, is very low. Mm. Do you have to have a Cisco network to do this? No. That's that's uh, that's the key thing. Um, you know, this is relying on on your environment. Yeah. You know, the Cisco uh, equipment that uh, you know you may have out there obviously enhances what you can typically yeah. do, and you know, there's there's potentially more features in some of those yeah. things. But even if you've got you know other networking vendors in there, uh, other vendors of you know products that Cisco make, we can integrate directly with those as well. So it really is one platform for everything. Um, and that gives you some comfort that if you invest in this platform and you say that's what we're going to use, it doesn't necessarily tie you into anything down the line. Yeah. So it means you can make those informed decisions, but you're not tied to one vendor. And how, how easy it is for, I mean, can it be trialed? Can it be proof of concept quite easily as a solution? Absolutely. So we've got a free trial that you can actually download uh, from the web. Okay. It gives you uh, 30 days of uh, full function. Uh, you can use that over around a thousand devices. So you wow. could say, well, let's pick a floor yeah, yeah. Uh, or even or a building. In a, a building, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, a thousand devices. Boxes, yeah. You may want to pick, you know, a, a building and just do phones or something mm. like that. Yeah. But you can install it. You can try the policies out. You can do some of those predictions, mm. um, and we'll give you the link of, of where you can find that. Yeah. But I think it's around understanding uh, what it gives you in terms of cost saving potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives you uh, sustainability credentials. You can say, well, we're doing the right thing yeah. from a corporate social responsibility yeah. aspect. Um, but actually, in terms of IT, have a play and say, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. I've never had that information right. at my fingertips. Wow, look what I can do with but, service. And the interesting thing I do see for a lot of customers, say, is, you know, I mean, for helping building that business case, and if you could say, I can run this for 30 days, gather that information, at the end of it, go, right, I have now got hard mm-hmm fact mm. that I can go to a business and say if you give us some money and you could tie it into a network refresh or a telephony refresh or a, any data center refresh tie it in with that and you're going to re- that's going to really change the way that you could actually access the, the funding that you need yeah. instead of it going oh you can't you got you oh we need to refresh because they're very old equipment and it's not supported anymore and they go oh we haven't got any money but you actually go right if you tie this into this it makes it into a much Save bigger project over here this is well we've worked there. with numerous customers that have done exactly that so they've said we want to do this uh, large investment you know that will probably be here for five years 
you know, that might be video conferencing, it might be a network refresh. And they've basically said, well, what we'll do at the same time, we'll wrap this in. So at the same time as doing that piece of work, we'll do some energy management. And they've proven that actually the entire investment is paid for over five years. And then they've done a finance model around it to say, well, every month we actually save more cash than we spend and we got our investment. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like magic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> magic. <laughs> Cisco Energy Magic. That's yeah, what that's it is. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, if you want to know any more about this technology, you can go to cisco.com forward slash go forward slash energy management. And on there, you'd be able to get a link to the uh, the free trial. Absolutely. And also, you can be able to go in there and put some of your some information in there to get a bit of an estimate on what energy you could save as well. So, um, you mean, it, it'd be a call, call to action. Go to that site, have a look at it, go and do the trial. Go speak to the in, people in your business who care about the energy. Who care about cost savings, and then see where that takes you. But it's it's been a, it's been really good to meet you, John. Thanks very much indeed. My Thank pleasure. you, Mark, for all your You're your, your security <laughs> questions again. And um, see you on the next podcast. <laughs>